the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Folks, welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show, sponsored by Legacy Precious Metals. There's never been a better time to invest in precious metals. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com. That's LegacyPMInvestments.com. Welcome to the Eric Metaxas Show. It's the show featuring Go-Go the Chimp. Nothing like a chimp to liven up the radio show. <laughs> Easy there. Go-Go, Go-Go. No, Go-Go, no! Oh, hello. Hey, Eric. I, uh, I got to tell you, I'm excited. It's a big day. I say that a lot, except... I'm always lying, but yeah. today I'm telling the truth. Yeah. This is the first the, time that I'm refreshing. really exciting. It's refreshing. This is not your showbiz. This is real. I'm excited. In two days from today, yeah. February 8th, our documentary, Letter to the American Church, will be available for everyone to see. I want people to go to lettertotheamericanchurch.com today and to sign up. Uh, you'll, you'll see folks, there's a trailer there. If you go to letterthemericanchurch.com, everything is there. The most exciting thing to me is that last night I heard we have 70 churches already signed up for a free screening. Yesterday on this program, I read the names of the 38 or 39 or 40 churches that were signed up yesterday morning. Uh, I read them from a basement in Virginia and uh, today, that seems uh, fitting. I don't that have the new. Fitting. I don't have the list of the new ones, yeah. but I am seventy churches already signed up, scheduled to go. Uh, Letter to the American Church dot com. You can see the list of those that are are, um, you know, yeah, are already are doing screenings. it. But this so is going to be so updated. So if they're in constantly. your area, you yeah. can you can go there. Honestly, I'm hoping, and I am expected to be like seven hundred at some point. Like, oh no, no, no! You know, the I, list is going to grow. No, 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 no! It ought yeah. to be in the thousands. But yeah. we have just started, right? And this is exciting. But I mean, look. Um, by the way, uh, let me say that uh, we have uh, two friends going to be on the program uh, this morning in hour one. Uh, our friend Mary Carmen Englert have known her for many years here in New York City. She has a book out, uh, kind of an amazing story. So stay tuned for that. Um, in an hour or two, my friend Bruce Fogarty is talking about his Easter crosses. This is something he has done for many years. Uh, he's been on the show before. I get so excited. Sometimes an idea is just brilliant. This is a brilliant idea to share your faith. Um, so Bruce Fogarty is an hour or two with the Easter crosses. Tomorrow, yeah. Uh-oh. we have China, China Phillips. China. China Phillips, yeah. who, you know, she was in Wilson Phillips. Uh, you know, she's the daughter of... Um, I can't think now. You know, the mamas and the papas, the, mamas, the, yeah, the whole, yeah. uh, uh, she, she, you know, she's like, you know, uh, music. Royalty. Royalty. And she is a very serious Christian, and she's going to be on she's this program. She's married to a Baldwin, so she... She's married to a Baldwin, yeah. which is crazy, because I've met, I've met all the Baldwin brothers. No, I've met three of the four Baldwin brothers, uh, and uh, she's married to, I believe, just one of them. 
Biblically, yeah. that's that's the rule. You can just be married to so one. So three of the brother. four, are probably Alec, probably Stephen, and then Billy, and then it's you, Billy. You have not met the elusive Bert Baldwin. Is yeah, that his name. I don't no. know. No. I don't know Herbert. No. I have no idea. Bucky. I don't know. I believe it's Bucky. But anyway, China, China. It's you know that I was in the White House yeah. with Trump. Uh huh. And he was giving some of us a little tour. Yeah, yeah. This yeah, is yeah. like. Well, how many years ago? Seven years ago? Yeah. He's doing his little tour, and he says, you see this phone here? He goes, you want to make it called a China? He actually said that. <laughs> I did, was right there. Wow. And did you say and yes? He didn't, make, he, didn't make, he didn't make a call to China, and he didn't know. But I just love the fact that he said I was right there, and he says, see this phone here? You can make it called a China. Secure line. Anyway, okay. So a couple of things before we go to our guest. Yes. A couple of things. Um, some of you know there was a contretemps, a brouhaha. Um, because right here at this yeah, desk, yeah, yeah, I yeah. interviewed uh, Benjamin Thomas yeah. about his book, yeah. Revelation Riddle, Riddle or whatever. Right, right, right. And in the middle of it, right. uh, he doesn't believe in pre-trib rapture theology. Right, right. Now, anybody who doesn't understand what that is, good for you, because yeah. who cares? It's like it gets some people get in these weeds, right? I don't have a particular end-time eschatology. I'm not against the idea of pre-trib rapture. Definitely not against it, right? right? Because half of my friends have that theology. So it, to me, it might be right, but I, I haven't like taken a stand. But on the program with Benjamin Thomas, right. it seemed like I was taking a stand against pre-trib rapture theology, which actually I wasn't, and I have to explain this. Well, so Eric, you're, you are a skip-ahead person. So I understood it because I'm your friend and I know like where your brain went. But if you were listening... Uh, to the words that yeah. came out of your mouth, you you would, and you were a pre-trib person, you would be offended by what I you said. Fi- I but finally what, listened to it the right. other day, and I was like, oh, no, that's what I said? So you're a skip-ahead person. What yeah. you were saying in your brain is you're skipping ahead to the, the unfortunately— To the, the possible the, downside right. of people with that theology. And, and that is? And so what I was saying yeah. was that there are some people—this is kind of funny. Like, you have to just be so careful what you say— I know, right, that all of the pastors who are my friends who have this theology are not guilty of saying, oh, what, Jesus is going to come, therefore we don't have to do anything. I know that they're not. And in Uh, fact, some of the pastors like Jack Hibbs and uh, um, uh, Gary Hamrick, these guys are the model of stepping up and doing what you're supposed right. to do. And Jack's, the model Jack's going to be on the show uh, yeah. in a couple of weeks. But I was saying that there are some people where there's a danger where you could basically say, listen, the Lord's, Lord's coming back soon. He's going to rapture us out of here. And therefore, we don't need to do anything. Yeah, let's, let's go to Taco Bell. And- so I said that like an idiot without yeah. context. And a lot of pastors got ticked yeah, at yeah, me. Yeah. And I'm such a nice guy. Why would they do that? <laughs> but seriously, it's so funny because I didn't know. This is a classic case of where you have no idea. Like, what, you know, you're saying something without thinking, not realizing you can offend some people. So I want to apologize to, to the folks that I offended because I did. I, I finally watched it and I said, yeah, you know what? If I didn't know me and I heard that, I would be like, what? So, uh, yes, I don't mean to say that anybody who has... This is really inter-Nissan theological stuff, but that if you have that theology, that you will be guilty of apprehending it in a way that is going to allow you to be passive. That's not—I don't believe that. I just believe that there are some who do that. And I, can, But I just thought—let let me just say that again, because I know that there are some folks out there who didn't 
I put something on Twitter and I mentioned it on the show, and they probably haven't heard about, about it yet, and they still think that I'm taking a stand against pre-trip rapture uh, yeah, eschatology, so the, and I'm not. Yeah, I want to so be phrase, very, very, very clear. Yeah. I am certainly not. Uh, so the phrase pit of hell it was in reference to sitting on your hands. Not doing anything, right, using right. something as an excuse to not do anything. But that's the same thing about Romans 13, right? That's the scripture. People use Romans 13 to say, oh, therefore, I don't need to push back against the government. It's like, no, 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 no. So, Wait, what's, anyway. remind me, what's Romans 13 to uh, make Oh, it, make I don't know. <laughs> Romans 13 is, you know, we're supposed to obey the governing right, authorities. Right, and right, that's right, what, right. you know, Luther spoke right. about that. And you can overemphasize certain things and it can push people into a bad reaction in a sense and say that that's like that's all the scripture has to say about so therefore i'm not supposed to push back against the government but that doesn't mean romans 13 is not biblical it's in the bill it's in the bible so you have to be very careful but okay i want to get back to the fun stuff last night uh i got home from virginia and um since my mom was is with us uh we watched i've never watched it before but I've talked about we're doing Socrates in the City Plus, right? So Socrates Plus, you have to sign up. Uh, and by the way, folks, you've got to sign up because it's really cheap. And there is a raft of awesome stuff. I was looking at it yesterday. But yesterday, for the first time on our big TV, I watched the first episode of A Gentleman's Guide. Mm-hmm, and it's mm-hmm. A Gentleman's Guide to New York. And the director did such an amazing job. It just looks so beautiful. Yeah, he's very talented. Uh, and it's fun. Uh, I read a poem. Uh, you, you, I don't want to spoil it, but I watched the whole thing yesterday with my mom uh, and my daughter. And it was re- It was just, I said, I can't believe what they have done. This is a beautiful thing. And again, this is one of the things that's at Socrates Plus. But uh, go to SocratesInCityPlus.com. And you've got to go there because if you're not a member... You're not going to be able to see. We're we're live streaming everything. February 8th, this week, I'm flying to Seattle. We're live streaming our event uh, with John West. That's this Thursday night. We're live streaming it. You can watch it live with all the flubs and fluffs. What's he talking about? Remind me. Is it, is... It's C.S. Lewis. And, oh, nice. And uh, it's a whole, I don't want to get into it, but it's C.S. Lewis. It's awesome. So you got to sign up for SocratesInCityPlus.com. We're live streaming stuff the next day. We're live streaming James O'Keefe, uh, February 29th. We're li- so, like, there's a lot of stuff coming up, and you'd, I don't want you to miss it. So go to SocratesInCityPlus.com and sign up. And do not forget, folks, Letter to the American Church. By the way, you can buy the book, you can buy a study guide, but the film drops this week. Letter to the American Church.com. Check it out. For 10 years, Patriot Mobile has been America's only Christian conservative wireless provider. And when I say only, trust me, they're the only one. Glenn and the team have been great supporters of this show, which is why I am proud to partner with them. Patriot Mobile offers dependable nationwide coverage, giving you the ability to access all three major networks, which means you get the same coverage you've been accustomed to without funding the left. When you switch to Patriot Mobile, you're sending the message that you support free speech, religious freedom, the sanctity of life, Second Amendment, and our military, veterans, and first responder heroes. Their 100% U.S.-based customer service team makes switching easy. Keep your number, keep your phone, or upgrade. Their team will help you find the best plan for your needs. Just go to patriotmobile.com slash metaxas, patriotmobile.com slash metaxas, or call 972-PATRIOT, 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation when you use the offer code metaxas. Join me. Make the switch today. That's patriotmobile.com slash metaxas.
Legacy Precious Metals has a revolutionary new online platform that allows you to invest in real gold and silver online. In a few easy steps, you can open an account online, select your metals of choice, and choose to have them stored in a vault or shipped to your door. You have access to a dashboard where you can track your portfolio growth in real time anytime. You'll see transparent pricing on each coin and bar. This puts you in complete control of your money. The platform is free to sign up for. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com and open your account and see this new investing platform for yourself. Gold hedges against inflation and against a volatile stock market. A true diversified portfolio isn't just more stocks and bonds, but different asset classes. This new platform allows you to make investments in gold and silver, no matter how small or large, with a few clicks. Visit LegacyPMInvestments.com to get started. You're going to love this free new tool they've added, Legacy pminvestments.com legacypminvestments.com check it out hi everyone if you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault listen up we have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-702-5400. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-702-5400. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-702-5400. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Hey there, folks. Welcome back. Uh, What a joy uh, to sit here with an old friend, Mary Carmen Englert, and then to realize... She's not just a friend anymore. She's an author uh, of a book called Seven Pathways. Uh, Mary Carmen, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Eric. I, uh, I'm always shocked when friends of mine suddenly write books. It's like, hey, how did this, how did this happen? How did this happen? I'm uh, shocked to be here as well. So where, where do we start? Do we start with your story or do we start with the book? You know, it, they're kind of intertwined together, so we could start with both. Okay. So, yeah. So, seven pathways. So, how did I even get on this? You know, some people ask that. Why, why seven? Well, um, this actually got started many years ago, and I love how the Lord uses an, something you start many, many years ago, and then he brings you back. So, through a very long and arduous health journey um, and struggling with unexplained pain, the Lord led me back to these seven practices. And I had started it about 15 years prior, just seeing the need for these spiritual pathways in my own life. Okay, so this is these yeah. are sort of like ancient Christian uh, practices that, so obviously biblical, but in yes. many ways, I mean, I, I just noticed this, that modern Christians often dispense with that, like we kind of do our own thing. Absolutely. And <laughs> people have been practicing their faith for 2,000 years. Yeah, and we so can learn from some we can, of these We can people. learn from, yeah. from, from, from Christians in the past of how they live out their faith and how they yes. practice their how they how they how they live at their faith in terms of uh, you know daily uh, reading or meditation or prayer or whatever whatever it is so yeah what how did you discover the seven pathways so really what I could do really well and when you struggle with 
a lot of pain and you're exhausted all the time, I could do silence with really well and I could do prayer really well. And so what, how I started was with Thanksgiving and people often say, why did you start with Thanksgiving? And, and I say, well, you know, when you're, Wake up in the morning, you can be reminded immediately of the crowd of stressors, all the things that are not happening in your life. And so Thanksgiving is the one way that you can realign your thoughts with God and who he is and remember the, his greatness. And so. And that's one of the seven. seven. Okay, that so it's called Seven Pathways, things. Ancient Practices for a Deeper Relationship with God. So one of them is simply giving thanks. And Absolutely. so you would do that. Every morning, yes, and in that's the midst, in the midst of pain. Oh, absolutely, and, and I still do. It, it's it's really a game changer. Our culture has becomes we've become very entitled. We um, are forgetting our rich heritage. Christians should be the most thankful people. We've received the greatest gift. I mean, I, mean, I think we're not surprised. We're often now it becomes kind of the norm. Oh, normalized. Oh, yeah, Jesus died for me. No, that's the ultimate gift. No one dies for anyone. Well, isn't it amazing how, you know, people say, I mean, I talk about this a lot, actually, like people say that they're Christians. And so I wrote my book, A Letter to the American Church for Christians specifically say, "Okay, you say you're a Christian. If you are, then a number of things will follow. In other words, if you actually people say, well, I have faith, saving faith. It's like you do. Okay, if you do, then you will live your life as though you actually believe Jesus died for you who didn't deserve it and gratitude thanksgiving has to flow out of that but Mm -hmm. but the point of your book and the point of you know we have to remind ourselves over and over and over it doesn't come naturally it's we have to do it because if you if you don't do do it so but so for you that was the first thing thank practicing thanksgiving Yes. And, and that's what Seven Pathways does. It helps people activate their faith. We have, often people say, yeah, I have faith, but they're still a little lost. And, or they're just feeling like, hey, I don't know what I want to read. Or, or sometimes they just kind of become a little disinter- disinterested yeah. um, in, in Jesus. It, it becomes a little, it's like, ah, oh, yeah, I know that. But this is Seven Pathways. And through these practices, including the time in the Bible as well in prayer, which is essential. Obviously the Bible is the way primary way by which we know God and who he is, his character, his plan for the world and his redemptive story of how he wants to shape us into followers of Jesus. And also reminding us that we are sons and daughters of the King. I think a lot of people forget that like you actually have a heavenly father, then through knowing him, you can have those attributes that God's works into your real world and life. And that's what through practicing these seven rhythms, which I call them, are just helping give people a cadence to how they spend time with God again. That structure that these ancient theologians and ancient practice, practitioners of the faith throughout the centuries have given us. It's, yeah, it I'm is just a, kind of giving you something that's right. been around it's, a it's long time. It's been there, yeah. and we tend to throw the baby out with the bathwater. It's like, yeah. well, I don't want to be like uh, Luther, Martin Luther as a monk doing this and this and this and this and this. It's like, no, no, no. You don't, you don't want to do it unto destruction. You don't want to yeah. try to save yourself by doing it. On the other Absolutely. hand, if you believe, you do want to do these things. And so you, the seven that you list... Um, is thanksgiving, silence, confession, song, prayer, Bible study, and scripture meditation. Now, before we get into all those, yes, 
Um, what, what is your health journey? I mean, because uh, you, um, I mean, you were already into all this stuff and thinking about this stuff, but while you know, you're, you're thinking about these seven pathways and starting to practice them, you, you had this, like, really health crisis. I mean, suddenly you start feeling pain. Yes. How long ago was this and what happened? Um, it started in 2018, and so it was unexplained head and neck pain. Lots of misdiagnosis, 15-plus doctors. What? <laughs> yeah, lots. And it turns out I had a rare cancerous tumor. It's called a cynic cell cancer. It was in my right parotid, which is one of the salivary glands. And very hard to detect. It, the cells mimic traditional cells, meaning on CTs, it does not show all of it. MRI showed more, but even then when you get in, it was much larger. So it was causing pain. It was cutting off um, movement to my mouth, my eyes, and my ears. And it was slight. It was ever so slight. I noticed that I was having problems with my mouth. But then again, people often say, oh, you're aging, or oh, you have migraines. or You know, there is a numerous things that went on. Yeah. And none of those were the right diagnosis. And so thankfully, after a very long journey, almost five and a half years, last year in March of 2023 is when I had uh, the tumor removed. It was discovered just a little earlier in December of 22, what I had. And it had wow. almost been um, five years at this point, um, which is really hard to have so much pain and just really have your life taken from you. And so in many ways, God put my life on hold and put me in a, in a, in a mode of, of listening. I will say it, it was, even though it was the hardest time in my life in many respects, dealing with not only physical pain, but just enduring that um, emotionally, but also having to push through. And I was writing this during this time and people were like, are you going to go, are you going to put it aside? I was like, no, I'm actually not. I'm going to keep working on it, but and I'm going to work on it slowly. And that's what God did. And that's what I want to encourage people. When you're in a really hard place, you can take small steps. And that's what I did. God gave me really small steps to do each day. So when I was writing this for ex- just one example, he said, okay, I want you to listen to each chapter of John And then I want you to go back and just voice text some questions. Then the next time I want you to go back and I want you to think of some questions for confession. And just like he took me through all the pathways very in a in a very timely manner, but it was something that I could do. And through that time, then I had some others, folks that jump in and help me along the way. And so what I did, I actually wrote two books in this time <laughs> while I had cancer. Um, so I wrote this Anxious Practices for a Deeper Relationship with God. And then the workbook version, which is also on the website at sevenpathways.com, which is taking you through all these seven pathways through the study of the Gospel of John, which is a chapter-by-chapter study or half of a chapter. Some of the chapters are very, very long, so yeah. it's better to break them up. So that's one reason. It's just I, I want to encourage people, hey, you know, God does. God says we are going to experience suffering as Christians. Like that is not, it's not something strange is going to happen to us. But by that, by suffering is by means which we know him, but also by the means which we are more transformed and that we can actually have something to say that people will listen to as well. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) I know. There's so many people that be like, I don't want to, I don't receive that. I just want victory and health. And it's like, well, yes, of course you do. But if the Lord allows you yeah. to experience these things, you can experience them unto him, with him, Absolutely. and let him use them 
for, for his purposes in your life. And I, you know, you, you went to a Dallas Theological Seminary. I did. Uh, and that's pretty recent, right? Um, well, it has been now 20 years. Okay, I didn't, re- I didn't realize yeah. that. Because, but I'm, so I'm saying that yeah. you, you didn't just kind of, you know, you, you've been a, a student of the scriptures. Yes. And this has been something that's been in your life for a long time. And I started this 15 years. I literally started working on this in 2005. So it was very interesting how God circled me back to something. Yeah. And I taught a couple of seminars at Redeemer when I lived in New York yeah. on these practices. There were only four at that point. And then through this journey, I lived them. Well, so, I, I love this. Yeah. Uh, folks, I'm talking to Mary Carmen Englert. The book is Seven Pathways. There are actually two books. You can go to Seven um, Pathways.com, Seven spelled out, Seven Pathways.com. We'll be right back. I guess every Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful at lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Just the other night, I was asked that question. Well, the owners of Relief Factor tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and I agree with them. And the doctors who formulated Relief Factor for them selected the four best ingredients, yes, 100% drug-free ingredients, and each one of them helps your body deal with inflammation. Each of the four ingredients deals with inflammation from a different metabolic pathway. That's the point. So approaching from four different angles may be why so many people find such wonderful relief. If you've got back pain, shoulder, neck, hip, knee, or foot pain from exercise or just getting older, you should order the three-week quick start discounted to only $19.95 to see if it'll work for you. It has worked for about 70% of the half a million people who've tried it and have ordered more. I'm one of them. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800 for relief to find out about this offer. Feel the difference. Hey, this is Eric Metaxas. For years, I've told you about Nutramedics, a professional supplement brand trusted by doctors since 1993. Nutramedics offers a variety of health bundles. Whether you want to support your immune system, improve your sleep, promote joint comfort or detoxification support, Nutramedics has a health bundle bundle right for you. The best part about Nutramedics, every year they donate a minimum of 50% of their profits to Christian charities and missions. That's right, 50% of their profits. Nutramedics has a goal of surpassing 100 million in giving by 2030. Many of you take supplements already. Switch to Nutramedics. It's the highest quality and they donate 50% of their profits. Get 15% off by using the code ERIC during checkout. Go to Nutramedics.com and search health bundles. Support your health while helping others in need. Go to Nutramedics, that's N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com, Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. Again, Nutramedics, N-U-T-R-A-M-E-D-I-X.com, Nutramedics.com. Use the code ERIC for 15% off. Welcome back. Uh, I'm talking to the author of Seven pathways. Um, Mary Carmen Englert, uh, you, you know, um, it, it just seems like God is bringing us back in a way, you know, when, I mean, these are ancient pathways, but the point is, how do we live out our faith? And I, mm-hmm. and I, I talk about this uh, in a different way in when I'm talking about letter to the American church, but people kind of act like, okay, I believe some stuff, check, check, check. I believe it. And, I'm, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And so I guess, okay, I'll go to church on Sunday or whatever. But it's supposed to inform our every thought. Pray mm-hmm. without ceasing. Live your life with thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. How do we do that? Mm-hmm. 
And it seems that people are, as far as I can tell, increasingly hungry for the how. Mm-hmm. How do I do it? And yeah. in, in the ancient church or in previous centuries, there was a lot of focus on that. Uh, anybody who's a serious Orthodox Christian or a serious Catholic, mm-hmm. they, they have access to a lot of this. But kind of in the evangelical church, we often, uh, we, we've kind of skipped way past that into yes. whatever, I don't know. Uh, but these things are important, and they're, they're a gift from God to us. Like, here's how you do it. Here's, a, mm-hmm. here's some ways. And it seems to me that that's exactly what your book is. It gives people yes. tools. Because yes. I wake up in the morning, okay, Lord, how do I do it? Yeah. What do I do today? Mm-hmm. Give you, it gives you a framework, and it gives you something to build upon. So... Let's go through these these seven things. First of all, how do you determine that there are seven? Is that a does that come from some ancient source, or did you just end up coming? Up you know, I just ended up coming to seven, yeah. to be honest with you. Yeah. And these are just seven historical practices, and I th- it's a great number yeah. for our faith as well. So yeah. that's how I landed on it. And 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 so, uh, do you in in these books? Do you recommend uh, you know that somebody do a certain thing every day, or how do, how does it how does it shape up yeah, if somebody Yeah, so, uh, yeah, looks so into um, you start with Thanksgiving. And so the rhythm of it, I'll just go through it quickly and I can circle back. Thanksgiving, silence, confession, song, prayer, scripture. Oh, I think I just did it wrong. Did you do it? No, <laughs> I think I have Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, silence, silence song, confession, confession, song, song prayer, prayer, Bible study, and scripture meditation. My, my head got it. Ahead of me. So you speech. now, do you do you do one of these a day or several? No, of these a no, day? actually, I do all all seven of them. Yeah. So I broke it up in a time frame that you can do in about thirty five to forty minutes. Yeah. Though if you're a really quick student, you could do it in thirty perhaps. Yeah, yeah. And then other times when I was on the journey, just like when you're when you're really hungry, you eat a lot, right? If you haven't had food in hours, yes. or you wake up in the morning and you're extremely thirsty. When you're going through something really difficult, and some of you out there are going through something, you might want to spend longer than just three minutes on one. I mean, I would spend 20, 30 minutes on prayer. And when I say prayer, I don't mean just praying for yourself. I mean, like, praying for other people. I have this whole, like, prayer. Again, I'm not trying to be rigid. It's, it's just a prayer plan. Hey, how can I get in praying for people in my life, whether it be people I know well, my family, or friends, or the community um, at large. And then it's also praying scripture, praying God's word. You know, these are words that he's giving us, such as the Psalms, which is the prayer book of, of, uh, the faith. And those are also can be, they were sung historically as well. That is a, this is a great structure. Laments, especially a lot of people think laments. Oh, it sounds so awful. Yeah. It sounds like a, like a bad word. Yeah, lam- lamentations. <laughs> that's uh, scriptural. Yeah, that's it. That's it. But it's an awesome structure of how you can present like those really difficult times. The Lord and David spent what over a third of Psalms in laments. So I would say that's something we might want to park on a little bit more in our in our own journey. And we live that. It's just like we're disconnected. What from exactly the- is a lamentation? In other words, when when people are, you know, it, yeah. it definitely it's not a, a word that you hear. Yeah. <laughs> so what do people? So yeah, what is the biblical idea behind lamentation? Yeah, it's the biblical idea is ju- is just presenting your longings, your sufferings um, to the Lord, and it's <clears throat> excuse me, it's a. It's a confession of those, of those thoughts in addressing God, 
presenting those thoughts, and but then also you affirm and trust in who God is, and then you praise Him at the end of it. So that I have a, it's a lot, it's about a six step, seven step structure of the lament in the book, but that's a, a little summary of it. Mm-hmm. It's just it, and that's what David often did. If you look in the Psalms through the laments, which it makes up about forty two of them in Psalms that he has this structure and that's often what we, we often, when we pray, we then forget to remind ourselves, okay, let's affirm after I've just said all these things that I'm struggling with or a friend or my family member is struggling with, then let me affirm who God is and let me affirm that I'm going to trust him and praise him. Yeah. And that re it reframes how you think about your suffering and your pain. And it brings God into the story because the whole purpose of prayer is speaking, listening to God. Well, we want to bring him into the story. It's not just us talking to someone. It's us having a conversation with something. So through that, the limit structure, we can then hear from God. And that's what I love. And it's not as, honestly, I'd love to do more research on this too. I'm still learning about limits. Not an expert at all uh, in suffering and pain and then expressing that to God. But it's something we live daily. And I think we're really missing that in our spiritual lives. I know I am. And one of the things here you mentioned is silence, and obviously that's so that we can hear from God. Yes, absolutely. Um, And for some people it's easy, for some people it's not so easy. I don't find it very easy. My head is crowded with noise. Um, But but getting silent Mm -hmm. to hear from God. Uh, When we come back, I want to ask you more about that. Folks, I'm talking to Mary Carmen Englert. The book, uh, Seven Pathways, uh, two books, sevenpathways.com is the website. We'll be right back. Mike Lindell and MyPillow employees want to thank my listeners for all your continued support. To thank you, they're having an overstock clearance sale right now for the best prices ever when you use promo code ERIC and you get free shipping for the entire order. Get 50% off the MyPillow 2.0 and the brand new flannel sheets that just arrived and won't last long. Get six-pack towel sets for only $29.98 and take advantage of the free shipping on larger items like mattresses and mattress toppers. 100% made in the USA on sale for as low as $99.99. Everything is on sale from the brand new kitchen towels that have the same technology as the bath towels that actually absorb dog beds, blankets, couch pillows, and so much more to get the best specials ever. Go to MyPillow.com. Use promo code ERIC. Again, MyPillow.com. Use promo code ERIC. Remember, you get free shipping on your entire order. You can call 800-978-3057, 800-978-3057. Use promo code ERIC. This is Dennis Prager. I am excited to announce the all-new PragerTopia Plus. You can listen to my show whenever it's convenient for you, all commercial-free and all on demand. Now with Prager Plus, search topics, guests, and segments all the way back to 2010. And now a truly exciting new benefit, my monthly online video get-together for PragerTopia Plus members only. This is where for an hour each month, PragerTopia Plus members get an exclusive chance to ask me anything. That's right, anything. It's on video. I'll be talking to you and answering your questions. We may even have a special guest every now and then. 
I've never done this. Submit your questions for me at PragerTopia.com. This is only available to PragerTopia Plus members. This is our chance to connect like never before. Go to PragerTopia.com or click the banner at DennisPrager.com. Welcome back. I'm talking to Mary Carmen Englert about her journey with God and about the book that came out of it called Seven Pathways. Um, we, we were just talking about silence, so there are these different things. Silence, obviously, we know that uh, we're not just supposed to chatter at God. We're supposed to listen. Mm-hmm. And people often say that, and I think that it can be frustrating because you think, listen, well, of course, if God wants to talk, I want to hear, but I, I don't hear anything. You know, how do mm-hmm. you cultivate that? Yeah. So I would say cultivating listening skills can be difficult. First of all, you need to quiet your surroundings is helpful, right? It's hard to hear if there's a lot of noise around you and then quiet yourself. And that can be a difficult factor as well. Um, how to quiet yourself and obviously closing your eyes, but also quieting yourself before the Lord means coming before him and quieting your mind can be also helped by pulling out your Bible and reading God's word, that'll often quieten your mind because then it puts his thoughts in your mind versus those noisy stressors. Uh, that's interesting. Mm-hmm. That's so that one you of can the be so so ways. the so the quiet. Mm-hmm. So in the in the silence, uh, you can you can actually be. I would think it's like cheating, but no, it sounds like a good idea. You can be reading silently and yes. listening as you're reading. Um, then you have confession. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, these, again, these are as ancient as it gets in the Christian faith. Um, but oftentimes people don't practice these things and the Lord wants us to for, for, for us, because he loves us. He Mm -hmm. wants us, uh, to, to, to search our souls and to, to put these things before him so we can be cleansed. Yes, absolutely. And that's what, that's what confession does. It brings cleansing, but it also brings after cleansing comes freedom and Christ wants to bring freedom. And it, what it additionally does is that it releases his power to work in and through us as sin is continued. And this is a process. You know, confession is, is a daily thing. It's, a, it's something we are always going to be a part. And to become comfortable, a little comfortable with the difficult conversations or the old tapes, you know, I guess... I, I, Somebody called it, I called it old tapes that God sometimes brings up when you're bringing confession or we repeat the same tapes or like, okay, Lord, I'm struggling with this, the same thing. Um, so, you know, he can rewrite those tapes. He can, uh, create new ones. For those of you who know what tapes are, some of you are like, I have no idea what a cassette. Yeah, what's a tape? You know, it's a cassette it's tape. Like an MP3. <laughs> what is that? Uh, but yeah, it is interesting because yeah. you're right. We do have these thoughts in our heads, and and some of it is not the voice of God. Some yeah. of it is some condemnation that we picked up either from our parents or from ourselves or whatever it is. And the the whole idea is God is exhorting us to hear what He has to say about us, not what others have to say or what the devil has to say yes. or what you know, some, some voice, uh, from the past. And, but that is, that's a discipline or or by, by following these disciplines, 
we can help God's voice come to the fore in terms of what he thinks of us, which is exactly what is true as opposed to something else. And that's what through even what I went through, it was like all those other voices in my life quelled more when you go through pain and God removes you out of a lot of things. And I quit looking at social media a lot and really started hearing his voice more. It was amazing how tuning out the noise, so to speak, I was able to hear that voice through even music in the mornings, like God would wake, I'd literally wake up in the morning with songs in my head in the mornings. It was just crazy thing. And see vision. I mean, God was speaking to me in visions through the word all over. And just notes that people send me from prayer rooms, prayer teams. So when you calm the noise in your life, you open yourself up to the most beautiful voice, which is the Lord's and his word and his, that relationship that really can transform and and give you the best life that he wants for you. And then also help you finish well. And that's what as Christians, a lot of people have just, and that's where I think these practices will really help people. A lot of people are just kind of like, I'm going to pull over and park here. Or I'm going to back up here, and I think I just, I don't know, it's not that bad, you know, what I'm doing in my life. Instead, God's like, no, this will help you move forward. I mean, we are in a spiritual battle, and that's what prayer also in the Bible is used. He's left this for us, because prayer is listening and speaking to God as well, but it's also a spiritual battle. And we have to remember that. That's, That's what we are in, in this world. And so this will help you with that as well. And you have to see God's hand in this illness that you've had, the idea that God used that on some level to get you to, you know, it gives you a lot of credibility with people that are listening right now because you've been through this. You have have used this while you've been suffering. This is not just theory. It's reality. And I'm still, I mean, I don't have all the mobility of my mouth, but I mean, it, Hopefully it will come back. Um, and people say, or do you still have pain? I'm like, yeah, I still have pain. So, and that's yeah. just a part of, you know, it, the Christian life, suffering and pain. We all have it to some degree. And yeah, I did it through that. And that's what I encourage people. When you're going through a hard time, press in to listen, to see what God might be saying during that time. And you can experience, and that's what he says, you can experience his presence in no other way. And then he transforms people through that in ways that he can't, through whatever the suffering does as Jesus suffered. That's um, we have, Well, I mean, look, it's yeah. part of the warp yeah. and woof of human existence. Yeah, it really it's kind of like, like people understand that with exercise, right? Yeah. If I want to grow... I have to exercise, which involves like, you know, tearing up the muscle so that it can grow back stronger. And it's, it's hard, but it's a blessing and to, to see it through God's eyes. It is a blessing to go through this kind of thing. And we've lost that because I think, again, sometimes people's theology gets them off to where they, they kind of act like, no, no, no. Suffering is of the devil. It's like, no, no, no. God can use difficulty I mean, just call it difficulty, trials. The Lord Absolutely. can use it. It doesn't mean that we want them, but it means that we want whatever God has. And you allowed the Lord to use this in, in, in your life. And uh, it's, it's just, it's a beautiful story, uh, Mary Carmen. I'm uh, sorry we don't have more time, but I'm just excited uh, that you have done this. Um, Seven Pathways uh, is the name of the book. Uh, again, two books. Um, and the website 
is seven. You've got to spell it out, sevenpathways.com, sevenpathways.com. I'm very excited about this. Mary Carmen, congratulations. Thanks for being my guest. Thank you so much for having me, Eric. Welcome back. Uh, I'm really thrilled uh, to be talking to the two brilliant women who have turned my book, Letter to the American Church, into a documentary film. They didn't just turn it into a documentary film. It was their idea to turn my book, Letter to the American Church, into a documentary film, which is going to be basically everywhere, although we want your help uh, in making sure that it's everywhere, because the message couldn't be more urgent. uh, But Rachel Tash and Simone Alex, welcome to the program. Thank you. Who's in the film? I mean, I know the answer, but let me ask you, who's in the film? You've, you both interviewed all kinds of people. Obviously, I'm the main narrator, but, but uh, whom can we look forward to seeing interviewed? Well, we've got Charlie Kirk uh, as one of the leading voices, Dr. James Lindsay. Uh, we have a few pastors, Pastor Rob McCoy from Godspeak, uh, Calvary Chapel, Pastor David Engelhardt from King's Church in New York City. Uh, we've John got- Amachuku. John Amachuku. That's my favorite yeah. word of the month. Yeah. Amachuku. John Amachuku <laughs> is such a hero. He is he such is. a hero. Uh, and yes, he is prominently featured uh, in the film, right? Yes. And uh, Victor and Eileen Marks, that was really important for us because they're on the cutting lines of taking action and no holds bar going into, uh, you know, really scary places and rescuing children and really being the gospel um in, in action. And, um, Seth yeah, Gruber. Seth Gruber, who really covers the whole abortion, um, issue from a really fresh perspective. I think he's the, uh, foremost leading voice for millennials and Gen Z on abortion right now. So it was important to have him speak to that. It's so. a great message. The film is very timely, very now going into a very contentious 2024 year, you know, the politics, everything that's going to be happening. The film touches on all of this, taking you through 1930s Germany all the way through modern day. People are going to learn. They're going to see everything laid out, what's been happening in this country uh, in our school systems, in corporations, the tactics that were used then and that are still being used now. Uh, people are going to be blown away by what they're going to see. And it's a wake-up call to the church to have them get engaged, uh, start talking, taking your kids out of uh, public schools, run for office, all of it, just to get involved. Mm-hmm. I really have to say that, again, you know, it's it's one thing to write a book It's another thing to make a film. And what you all did, you know, not only did you um, translate my message into a film, you did way more than that. You you made it into a film which goes way beyond the book. I mean, there's tons of stuff in the film that is not uh, in my book. Uh, And these are... uh, Extraordinary voices. I mean, the, the, all of them that you mentioned, uh, Charlie Kirk, John Amanchuku, David Engelhart, Eileen Marks, Victor Marks, Pastor Rob McCoy, James Lindsay. Uh, I, I, everyone brings a different piece 
of the puzzle. Uh, mm-hmm. And and I have to say that it's it's very compelling. And, you know, as since I wrote the book, I would think I wouldn't be that compelled by watching it because I already know this stuff. No, there's tons of stuff in the film that's not in the book that, you know, you, you can say things and, and go places uh, that I wasn't able to in the book. Unfortunately, the the message is very important. So I just want to mm-hmm. tell people, ladies and gentlemen, this is very important. Uh, we've made this as a tool for you to get the word out. We're in a, just a, as crucial a moment in American history as can be. Uh, it is God's will that the church stand up and take action uh, and avert the horror of what happened in the German church. That's really, this is a huge warning, uh, and every single person listening has a role to play. And the first thing you can do is go to lettertotheamericanchurch.com and see where you can see the film. Uh, and please tell your friends about it, Letter to the American Church. Rachel Tash and Simone Alex, thank you so much for your work on the film and for being my guest today. Thank, thank you. Eric. Thanks, Eric. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.